Joe Biden, the Second Amendment, and COVID. This is shooting the shit. Sit here laid back to this nice mellow beat, you know, and drop some smooth lyrics. Cause it's 88. Time to set it straight, you know what I'm saying? And there ain't no half stepping. Word, I'm ready. Rapper stepping to me. They wanna get some, but I'm the cane, so yo, you know the outcome. Another victory. They can't get with me. So pick a PC date, cause you are history. I'm the authentic poet to get lyrical. For you to beat me, it's gonna take a miracle. And stepping to me. Yo, that's a wrong move. So what you on, Hobbs? Dope a dog, dope a dog. Competition. I just devour. Like a pit bull against a chihuahua. Cause when it comes to being dope. Hey, and welcome to Shootin' the Shit. Formerly Unreal Reality. Uh, I changed the name. And yeah, I had to do it. Um, yeah, There's too many people with Unreal Reality, and it was getting mixed up, and I know people were looking at it and going, oh, I don't want to listen to this, and to find me, it, it got a little hard, there's an Unreal Reality out there with some broad talks about a vagina or some shit, I don't know, you know, woman things, but anyway, I changed the name, I thought shooting the shit sounded a lot better, for one, I'm pro-gun, you know me, I, uh, Second Amendment is a big deal in my life, I, uh, I don't hunt. But I love shooting, I love collecting, and I am a gun advocate for that reason. Um, so shooting the shit I just thought was kind of appropriate because we are always here shooting the pro, uh, you know, the proverbial shit. So, excuse me, I'm kind of parched tonight, but um, you know, but I, again, you know, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Um, but welcome to the new shooting the shit for September 23rd, 2021, Thursday, 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 and that's what I am, I'm fucking thirsty, anyway, we got some shit to, uh, to talk about here, this is one that I just was gonna put out today, just, there's a lot of shit going on, and I don't wanna get into too many things, because I'm not sure about it, I haven't really been watching the news when it comes to certain stories, um, especially, like this Gabby, uh, what is her name, Petito story, and the boyfriend that's missing, he's probably in the stomach of an alligator right now, um, where they're looking anyway, at least that's what I would think, uh, I feel bad for the family, the families of all, who knows what actually happened, I hear so many stories on Facebook, but I really don't comment, because I can't get too involved in a story about, uh, first of all, it's a murder story, he murdered her, that's, I mean, that's plain and simple, he had to murder her, that's, I don't condone murder at all, but from what I hear, it was a very toxic relationship, and toxic relationships go both ways, and I'm tired of hearing people talk about, you know, this person is a narcissist, and that person, listen, I don't condone murder in what any shape or form, but from what I gather, this girl was a little on the nuts side, and who knows what really happened, but some people can only take so much shit, I mean, not to the point where you murdered a person, but... Maybe he should have just walked the fuck away and hitched a ride back to fucking Florida instead of murdering her and taking her fucking car. So anyway, I don't want to comment too much on that one because I really don't know the story. COVID. Um, right now, they say COVID's on the rise. Um, you know, of course, the end of the summer, but yet here where I'm at, still, it's, it's September and it's still fucking 85 degrees out and humid. Yet COVID's showing its ugly face and getting stronger and stronger and stronger as the days go by. And the numbers are showing that COVID cases are rising, so on and so forth. Uh, according to two different fucking 
you know, sources that I got here. Um, one is from this company called World Meters. According to them, there's 43,489,798 cases of COVID-19 in the United States of America, 701,123 dead, 33,058,000 recovered. Okay, so with those numbers, did my math, I mean, it's fucking, it seems like it's fifth grade math or fourth grade math. There should be, there's 9,788,000 unaccounted for, are they still in the hospital? I, I don't really understand that one. It's a lot of fucking people to be still in the hospital and not know what's going on with them yet. And I don't know if I believe that, but eh, whatever. So here I get my other numbers. Like I said, that was from World Meters. I go to the CDC and I look at their numbers. You got 42,501,643. So right off the bat right here, you're a million people difference between this World Meters and, and in the same day and the CDC. You got 680,688 people dead compared to the 701. And then you got, by my math skills anyway, they didn't give you the numbers, but obviously... You have 41,820,955 who've obviously recovered. Um, that's how I look at it if I do the numbers. Um, unless, you know, whoever's in the hospital, like I said, is still recovering and getting through it. Look, I can go on and on for fucking days and talk about this COVID-19 bullshit, okay? It's real. It is, it is a real fucking virus. It's out there. It's hurting people. It, it's, it's getting people sick. And it is killing people. Um, is it killing the way any different than what the flu is at this moment in time? Yeah, a little bit, but I think over time it's going to end up being flu-like. Um, look, it's new. At one point, the flu was new. 1918, the flu was new. It killed 150 million more people than in its first year of existence than COVID-19 did. People seem to overlook that, and then people seem to think that this is the deadliest virus because of the way it's killing. Well, obviously, the flu killed that many in 1918, and 1919, I'm sure it killed a lot, 1920, and so on and so forth. And then as the years went by, they finally figured things out. They figured out, that, that, look it, like I said in the last podcast, it killed right up until COVID showed its ugly face. So the flu was killing people even two years ago, three years ago. It was killing people. Just at lower numbers because we figured out and they did have a flu shot and that has to be tweaked every year and they changed it and it did help a lot of people. Did it help everybody? No, there were still people dying. I think in this case, everybody's in panic mode. Of course, you have the media, you got you got these smartphones that people can instantaneously get information and put information out there and scare the American people into thinking that we're all going to fucking die of COVID. We're not all going to die of COVID, but there's going to be people that do die. And for anybody who has already lost a loved one or a family member to COVID, I'm sorry. I, I, I really am. I don't sit here and, and, and say that it's not real. I don't, I don't believe that. As for vaccinations, it's not a vaccination. It's a shot. We know that. It's like the flu shot. It's not actually a vaccination. You don't get it once to fight off a disease that's deadly throughout the rest of your life. You need to get the shot every year. And in this case right now, what's going on with this, you're getting this shot numerous times per year because you already need a booster shot and it'll be your third shot. Excuse me. Then, you know, then the next variant's going to come out. You're going to need another shot and so on and so forth. So you're going to constantly be getting these shots that at this moment in time, we really don't 
know exactly what they're going to do to you five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road from now. We think the CDC, you know, not CDC, but the uh, FDA wants to put it out there and say that, oh, we think it's safe right now. We're putting it in people's arms. People are not dying. Some people are reacting different to it. Yeah, there, yeah there's a lot of people out there reacting very different to it. But yet, they don't really know what's exactly going on with it, but they they assume by, obviously, by the numbers. We're, we That's the problem with people today. They want to play number games with one thing, but they don't want to play the number games with the other thing. They'll sit there and they'll tell you that uh, people, you know, statistically more people are okay from the shot than dying from the shot or getting hurt from the shot. Yet statistically, when you look at the, the amount of people dying from COVID compared to the amount of people that are, are recovering from COVID, they don't want to hear that. They still just want to look at it as like it's most deadliest. So now they want to force mandates on the vaccine. Well, not vaccine. I'm going to call it the vaccine because everybody's calling it a vaccine. But I, it, it, we know it's a shot. It's just a flu shot. Of, it's, it's a COVID shot. So they want to force people now to get the shot in their arm. And when I say they want to force people are going, they didn't force yet. Yes, they are. If you work for certain companies and have over so many people and so on and so forth, you need to get the shot. And if your company turns around and says, you need the fucking shot, you're going to have to go get the shot or you're not going to work. Plain and simple. If it's going to affect your livelihood, I'm sure you're going to go out and get the shot. I'm sure there's people out there who are, claim, you know, go out there and look for the easiest way out to find a fake card or something of that nature. But that's only going to hurt you in the long run if they decide to audit and look into the company that, that, that gave you the card or something. And then they find out that you got the card. So not only is the company going to get in trouble and do their five years or ten years in prison, you're going to do five years in prison. It doesn't make sense. It's really unconstitutional, and I will say that again. It's unconstitutional, but yet Joe Biden's administration is forcing it upon you to go get a shot in your arm even if you don't believe in it. You don't know what it's going to do to us years from now down the road, but let's get it in your arm anyway because your government should be trusted. That's a joke in a fucking half. So mandates on, you know, the vaccine, I'm going to call it the vaccine, even though you can get the vaccine right now, you get you get both shots and you still get COVID. I know numerous people who have been fully vaccinated. I know somebody who was fully vaccinated and has COVID now for the second time, the second time they got COVID. But I know a lot of people who had the shots both and gotten COVID, made it through it. I don't know anybody personally, knock wood, that died from it. Thank fucking God. But I do know people who have said, I, I've been in the hospital, maybe the shot helped me not get put on a ventilator or something of that nature, which is great. It, it's, 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 it's a positive thing to look at. But even this person said to me, I still don't understand why they need to force it into your arm if it doesn't completely work. And he's right. Absolutely. 100 fucking percent right. Doesn't need to be forced into your arm unless it's 100% effective. At least 98% effective that you won't catch COVID-19. Now, people who turn around and go, well, you, it's being forced in your arm because it'll save your life. Well, then that should be a choice of the person getting it in their arm. They're taking the risk. Not the person telling you you should get it. 
Oh, you need to get it to protect me. Now, I'm not protecting you if I get the fucking shot. Obviously, what you just said is it's protecting myself if I get the shot. I might, I might live. I might not get put on a ventilator. I might actually make it through the hospital and get out of the hospital. I might just get the sniffles, whatever it might be. But it's protecting me. It's not protecting you. So if I get the shot, I'm not protecting you. And obviously, if I get the fucking vaccine, both shots, I can still infect you with the coronavirus and you can get sick. Now, if you're vaccinated, you may live, you may not. It's not guaranteed, but you, you might, your chances might be better that you live. If I don't have the fucking vaccine, I can still get COVID and live and give you COVID again. Or I could get COVID and I could die. That's my, that's my, I'm taking the fucking risk. I'm the one rolling the dice here in this game of craps. It shouldn't be forced on the American people. It should not be forced on the American people, yet this fucking scumbag of an administration is forcing it on the American people. He is Mr. fucking Magoo. He's fucking up royally here. He's fucking up royally. And I'm going to get into that because, you know what, I had enough of fucking COVID right now. I had enough of talking about COVID, and I fight with people every fucking day over COVID, and it's, it's just getting to be old and bullshit. So anyway... Let's get into fucking Joe Biden. Uh, you know, again, <laughs> you can get a hold of me if you want. It's still unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That will still get you through to me to talk to me. I have not changed that around, and I don't know if I will. It's still unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com to get a hold of me and talk to me. And put this out to your friends. I can't say it anymore. If you're listening to my show and you like my show... Get it out there because word of mouth is the best way to get people to listen. I know a lot of people, there's a lot of people out there who like podcasts. There's a lot of people out there who go, I don't listen to podcasts and all, but, but just push it. Love to get more people on here to listen. I'm going to get some people on here for the show. I said that this show might have had a guest today. I'm going to hold that show off. I'm hoping within the next week or two to have him on. I'm, I'm hoping, okay? Not guaranteeing anything, but I'm hoping. Um, so Joe Biden, his ratings came out. <laughs> Joe Biden and his new ratings. Joe Biden's new approval rating hits a new low for him. 40 fucking 3%. He is only liked 43%. You know what it comes down to? Right now, it's not just Republicans that hate him. It seems like some Democrats fucking hate him too. And it seems like everybody who was center definitely don't like him. They're, they're, they're sitting there regretting themselves for not voting. They're for going center and voting for that guy who didn't mean shit and it ain't working out for them. Mm. Now you have an administration that is really fucking up the program here. I mean, this guy has done nothing right since day fucking one, pretty much. He walked into office. Excuse me for one minute. Turn on the light here. I'm starting to lose some, some light. Um, he walked into office, and in his first day of office, he reversed all of those executive orders of Donald Trump's, one of them being the border wall. And he allowed people to just start pouring in from the southern border. Then called a, a crisis on himself. We talked about this before. Now, with COVID spiking, and, and COVID spiking, I'm going to get into COVID a little more just because of this story. But with, with, with this fact in a matter that he allowed that border to be reopened, now... Joe Biden is is dealing with a surge in people coming from southern the southern border. I mean, record fucking numbers. It's ridiculous how many people are just pouring in over the fucking border. 
And by the looks of the map, where the people are actually pouring in the most is at the southern border of California, Arizona, and New Mexico. New Mexico slightly, not really. Down in Texas, of course, you see that on the news too. That's showing really dark blue also. But it's only a portion of Texas, a small portion. You look at the state of fucking California and the state of Arizona, more so California. The dark blue takes up almost half. It looks like a little more than a third, but less than a half of the state of California. Dark fucking blue. These immigrants just pouring the fuck in over the border, not knowing what they got. They don't have to get vaccinated, and they don't, they're not vaccinated. A lot of them aren't. I'm sure most of them aren't. I can almost guarantee that. Yet, it's not a big deal that he wants to force the needle into your fucking arm. But these people are pouring in by the fucking thousands every day, and it's not a big deal to him. We're talking about California, first of all, people. It's its own little country. Really, you can shit in the fucking streets. You can steal up to $600 worth of fucking merchandise without getting in trouble. It's a fucked up place. It's really a screwed up place. And people like like um, Ben Shapiro and fucking Joe Rogan and all, they, they, they opt and move their asses out of there because they've seen the writing on the wall. It, it's getting too fucking bad. It's way too bad of a fucking state. It, it, it just, it's horrible. And you got Arizona, which it's almost half of that fucking state also. At least, at least a third of that state, if not half of that state, is dark, dark blue. Meaning they're just pouring it over the border. Now, like I said, in Texas, if you look at that whole little area just beyond, I guess what they would call it, that left-hand little uh, peninsula of it. Not the bottom part, all the way down where Corpus Christi and all come in at the Gulf. But over to the left of that and up a little higher. All the way to the left. I'm not sure what is in that area. It's dark fucking blue. And that's where they've been showing on the TV. Of them pouring the fuck in. And looking bad. And then it looks like through Texas. Right up the top of the the, 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 the northern border of Texas. Along along the next state there. They're pouring in. The, you know, they're all just, just migrating to that area. And staying there. So the western half. You know, the western half beyond the Mississippi. Seems to be dark blue in a lot of spaces. Now... Don't get me wrong, not saying over here on the right side, on the eastern half of the Mississippi is not. There's dark spots, but they just seem to be scattered. They almost looks like it's got chicken pox. You know, over here looks like it's got fucking big hives all over the place. Over to the right, it's just chicken pox everywhere. So there's little areas. Of course, you know, the bigger states for that kind of shit. Of course, New York. You're going to have more dark, dark, dark shit in New York than you're going to have anywhere else florida the very southern tip of florida of course because cuban migrants you know i get it it's it's, it's ridiculous it's, it's scary but his approval rating is dropping massively and like i said his his his, his he's been fucking up since day one so obviously with the reversal of the uh, executive orders in his first day in office he's screwed up and beyond that he has just continued to just have a downfall even Kamala Harris, or Cam, whatever the fuck her name is, Kamala, Kamala, whatever, she's showing a decline also, and she's at a 49%, uh, you know, rating of being liked in this country. I mean, is there any chance that this guy could rebuild, or, or not rebuild, rebound from from this, from, from them, them ratings? I mean, is this the start of the end for Joe Biden? Is, is he going to be pushed out by the 25th Amendment? I mean, come on. Think about it. Executive orders reverse, screwing up the border, southern border, stopping the fucking uh, 
um, the pipeline coming down, eliminating tons of fucking jobs with that. You know what I mean? Um, throughout the time, I mean, there's only a few positives I can give him. I can give him the fact that he continued to push the the the, uh, the shot, the vaccine, what you call it. He, he continued to push it to the American people that want to get it, to get it. But now forcing mandates, it's, it's, that made his approval even lower too. Him getting it out there made him look better. But once he started pushing mandates, it made him just worse. He just dropped out of, out of fucking order. The bottom dropped out. So he did that. I was I was kind of all right with that. And I was all right with, like I said in the last episode, with his infrastructure bill until they started to put the riders on it. And, you know, just like in the last things with the COVID bill and all that shit, you know, adding dumb little shit like fucking gender studies to Pakistan and shit like that. Like, come on, man. Mm-mm. And that's something I came across today, and I read on it, and and, and I, I swear, I, I found a spot that it said that he was part owners, or he was owners of this company, and he, he made it in order for people to be able to afford a very, you know, a nice watch. There's there's a watch company called Biden Watches. They're out of Pakistan, of all places, and they have a quality-looking watch at a affordable price. And Joe Biden, we all know, is a very big watch connoisseur. He likes his watches. He, he was wearing that $8,000 Rolex, I think, the day of his inauguration. Mm. And But I uh, came across that, and it, it was funny because it came across my Facebook. And then, uh, you know, where, where Amazon will show up and they're trying to push shit for sale. Well, it came across Biden watches. And I just laughed when I saw it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So anyway, you know, but anyway... Getting back to the story, so he he did the infrastructure bill, and I thought, okay, maybe, but like that, that's what got me off this track, the gender studies in Pakistan. So they were adding these monies to different things when we know they weren't really going to these things, but that's the same thing they're doing with the, the, the infrastructure bill. They're adding too many riders to it, and that's where I just kind of lost hope in it. I said, nah, this ain't going to work. Even though we need to build, rebuild our bridges and rebuild our roads and all, all gas pipelines and, and, and sewage systems. They all has to be rebuilt. It's all getting old. It needs to be done. Um, the real question here with this and him screwing up. Well, that was just, let me get back to this. So he did that. That They were positives. Let me get back on this, This his, the negative things he did, though. But then Afghanistan. We needed to pull out of Afghanistan. We knew that. This war had to end. 20-year fucking war. It had to end. It finally ended. But I could have done a better job pulling out of Afghanistan just by playing the game of risk as a kid than Joe Biden did. Him up and walking out of a city to allow the Taliban to just waltz in there and take over was un- unbelievable. 13 service members killed is unacceptable. Him leaving the Taliban of all people, billions of dollars in weapons and equipment, for them, the military is unacceptable. No matter how you slice it, smarter way to do it is you get the stuff. You use the equipment to destroy the equipment. It's 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 military equipment, weapons. You can take a bunch of Humvees and put them all together, douse them with gas, send a missile in, and a boom, blow them up in the middle of a fucking desert there because most of it's desert. Blow them the fuck up. Blow up the helicopters. Destroy all the guns. And walk the fuck away. But he just, we just drop them and we'll leave them. And here comes the Taliban and then they take them over. This, just right before, a few weeks, before 9-11. 
the saddest day in American history, according to, you know, everybody. We know what happened. I was alive during that. I seen it. I watched them fucking buildings come crashing to the ground after two airplanes were flown into it by fucking Taliban members. I watched them fly a fucking plane into the Pentagon, and I watched them try. I didn't watch that, but I heard, you know, that it was brought down by fucking absolute, absolute. These were men. These are real, true Americans that took over that plane and brought it down into a field. Yeah, sacrificing their own lives along with the rest of They're true American patriots. They are true American patriots. That is what a real American is. Not Joe Biden. Not a man that sits there and says that he thinks that the Taliban, or thought that the Taliban, could create a respectable government on their own. He is a fucking disease right now to this country. He is going to be the downfall of the United States of America. And if... If you, we keep, here's the kicker. I keep saying, if we allow him to do it, we're screwed. I'm starting to think, do we really want to get rid of him at this point? Because here's the kicker. He's, he's fucked up so many fucking times, and now you got so much on him. They're never going to use, like, oh, he sniffs little girls and stuff to get rid of him, but they can use all these fuck-ups to get rid of him. And they can push the 25th Amendment on him. I mean, I have video galore of him just babbling words out of his mouth that you go, what the fuck did he just say? Like, what is he talking about? Shabba da bomba the pressure and all that kind of crap. And you just go, huh? He's an old senile man. He's like Mr. Magoo. I mean, he's literally Mr. Magoo. But do we really want him out of there? Because what do we have to look forward to if we get him out of there? We have Kamala Harris. That will be our next president of the United States. And if you think we're fucked right now with Joe Biden, Kamala Harris is a real problem. I don't know I don't know what to say with this one, man. I really don't know where to take it. Except that we are in we're in trouble in this country. We are in bad trouble in this country if we think that, you know. These people can, this administration can run a good, clean American United States. Uh, No more, it's not about peace, love, happiness, and utopia. It's just not. He's not the Jacobin. He's not this this, this sent from God person to make everybody love. We're being separated by the color of our skin, by the political parties that we have, by the fucking ideologies we have, by, by religion. We're being separated every day by all this shit. And who separates us the most besides our government, which is, come on, if you fucking believe the government, you've never fucking read a history book in your life. But besides them, and they are a big influence on it, is the media. The media tells you what they want you to fucking hear with their propaganda. It could be lies, it could be anything, but they'll tell it to you, they'll freak you out, they'll scare you. Here's the whole kicker. I said this the other week. Watch um, How to Become a Tyrant on Netflix. Oh, scares the fuck out of me because I see it happening right now. Everybody's thought that, that that Donald Trump was becoming a tyrant. He's a tyrant. Look at him. And look what happened for January 6th. January 6th is one of the deadliest, darkest days in American history. Is it really? How many people actually died on that day from the insurrection of the Capitol building? One. One actually was part of that that died there in the building directly from that and she was an unarmed woman 
shot by one of the guards inside there. Am I saying what they did by just going in and destroying shit in the Capitol building and all that shit was acceptable? No, it was unacceptable. But it was understandable. I said this before. It was totally understandable that we had enough of the American government. I had enough of these career politicians taking my fucking hard-earned money and getting rich off of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm tired of that. And like I said, you look at people like Joe Biden of all people, and people don't want to question anything anymore. You don't want to question fucking COVID. You don't want to question fucking the lockdowns. You don't want to question the shutting down of the pipeline. You don't want to question why he reopened the fucking border. Everybody just wants to live their life and not question nothing. But when you sit down and you start questioning it and you see that there's real fucking problems happening, Americans get too lazy to fucking fix them. That's the fucking scary part of this. The scary part of it is we're just too lazy to fix anything. So really, who's going to stand up to get these people to fuck out of there? And how do we get them out of there? We give, we've given the government way too much power. C- career politicians, like I said earlier, you take somebody like, nobody thinks, you take somebody like Joe Biden. And his, wi- his wife is a fucking professor at the University of Delaware. A professor. Okay, maybe she makes 150 grand a year. It's not bad. What's the president make right now? 400000 a year? Okay. What did he make when he was just a senator? 175000 a year? Okay, so combined, Joe and his wife make less than $400,000 a year. Less than half a million dollars. Pay taxes, then how much do you make? Yet your net worth is in the millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. How? That's where I turn around and I say you have a watch company called Biden Watches out of Pakistan, of all places. Look, these people make money and they're making money off of you. And the money that they're making off of you and your taxpayer, they're making themselves even richer. Okay, they take your tax money and they use it to to build businesses and whatever else they're doing with it. And they're just becoming richer and richer and richer. This is where I turn around and say, with the richer they get, the more powerful they get. This is where I say, no more. Politicians need term limits. You need to let them in there for a few years. They can make some money and get them the fuck out of there. They should not be uh, making the money and, and saying, oh, well, you know what? I want a $50,000 raise this year. I'm going to put my money and make it that much more. Let's 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 put it to a vote and take it to Congress. They put it to a vote. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, we're good. You got it. Your raises are coming next week. No. No more of this shit. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of watching them fucking take over this country. And let's face the facts. What's the next thing to take over? Because right now, we can't control them. They have too much fucking power. Okay? So their lockdowns, mandates, they're going to put a fucking needle in your arm. How do you control them? You, you can't. So you insurge on the Capitol just to show, hey, we care, but we just don't have enough people to care. Yet, okay, I don't agree with destroying its public property, but I don't agree with destroying it. But what do you do? What's the next step? I said this before. You just don't pay taxes. Get a whole bunch of people together and you don't pay taxes. Thing is right now. Here's what it is. The government is doing whatever they got to do. They're trying to figure us out. And so far, it's like I said before, we're dogs. And we're chained to a tree with 100 feet of chain link. And every day, they cut a link out. They cut a link out. Now, like I said, when you have other governments throughout the years, they thought they had time 
say they would take a, a link a day or you know what I mean just a link here a link there slowly shortening that chain of freedoms and, and and things that you have that you take advantage of every day that's part of your constitution it's written okay um they slowly take these things away from you in comes Donald Trump just like JFK just like Reagan said there's a swamp that had to be cleared out he knew it I knew it too. everybody knows there's a swamp here these fucking politicians are fucking evil and corrupt he saw it, and they seen him as a threat. He's going to fuck shit up. So he got in there for four years. He changed things. He, listen, he didn't start out good, but he ended, not during COVID good, but before COVID, he did well. All right, he did very well. Mm. So instead, he couldn't pull out of Afghanistan. We know if Congress would have allowed him to pull out of Afghanistan, and he did it without a hitch, he would have got another four years. So they got him out. They did what they had to do to get Joe Biden in there. And now it's just fucking up. But now they're saying Joe Biden's just a problem. We're going to have to put Kamala Harris in there using the 25th Amendment. Biden is just, he's screwing shit up. He's making mistakes. He's too old. He's Mr. Magoo, 25th. Bang. Kamala Harris is the president. What they've been pushing a lot is gun rights. If you watch on the news every night, there's they, they the news is all about Putting on death and destruction, you know, there's a song out there from, um, what the fuck is it, Dirty Laundry by the Eagles. I think I said this before, and if you listen to it, they talk about the media and how that, you know, that beach blonde, the, the bleach blonde girl with the smile and a glee, she can talk about a plane crash with all these fucking deaths with a gleam in her eye. You know what I mean? Like, the media is 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 is, is, is as, as evil as your government even evil more evil but um they don't have complete and total control over us just yet and why think about this why the constitution was written because our forefathers knew that at some point in the future could have been fucking 10 years from when they written it could have been fucking 500 years from when they written it but they knew at some point the government that they create was going to become so strong that they would try to take over and run your lives again. Just like England did when they fucking separated from them during the Revolutionary War. Okay, that's why. No more fucking religious persecution. No more this, no more that. We are a free state and we need to make sure we keep our freedoms. That's what our men, our forefathers knew. They were great fucking men. Let me tell you something. These guys were great fucking men who knew they didn't know everything, but they knew one big thing, that they didn't know everything, and they fucking had ways to correct themselves, and that was the Constitution of the United States. They written out this Constitution to say, look, we're going to fuck up in, 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 in history. Like Later on down the road, people are going to fuck up. We're going to make mistakes, but this is how we correct them because we have these freedoms. You know, then comes in, you know, the Second Amendment. We need to put this in there. At first, it was like, well, we don't need guns. We, why, why, you know, no, you need guns. Why do you need guns? Well, because you need to protect this whole constitution. Our government is going to become strong again, and they are going to become tyrant. And that's what happened. That's what's happening right now. How to become a tyrant? 
on Netflix. Watch it. It's it, it's great. Also, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you get a hold of me. Please tell your friends about this podcast because I want to get it out there. I want to get people listening, man. Get people on board. Anyway, here it goes. You know, you got the Second Amendment, and it isn't partisan. It definitely isn't. The mainstream media is beginning to notice something President Joe Biden's team refuses to see. Okay? Uh, Jabril Battle was an anti-gun. He was anti-gun. Uh, then came the pandemic, the lockdown, the shortages, and a feeling that at any moment things could go and blow out of proportion. So this guy, Battle, bought a Beretta. All right? Six months ago, another person, name was Svetlana, I'm sorry, Svetlana Kim, was also scared of guns. She couldn't even look at a gun, its image, or whatever, you know, without feeling anxious. That all changed when something scarier came along. Months into the pandemic, people who looked like Kim were being shoved and kicked to the ground, punched, stabbed, slashed, all while doing their everyday activities like walking around the neighborhood or shopping or riding buses, trains. So on March 3rd, this Svetlana Kim went from being a really anti-gun person to a new owner of a Springfield Armory handgun. Now, I know a lot of people like this person. Okay, I'm reading this, obviously. But I know a lot of people that went the same route. So anti-gun, so left-wing. And then when things were sh- getting shot out of fucking hand, like the BLM shit and all that crap, and they seen that this violence was coming closer to their homes, they got scared. And they said, I want to own a gun. How do I go about it? So anyway, so of course, you know, all of a sudden, the change, the media is pretending, you know, that there isn't any kind of anyone who has traveled a little bit in their lives, you know, and know anything about guns, whether it's hunting or sport shooting or anything, know that gun ownership is and has been diverse. It always has. You know, there's always people. It depends on what side of the fence you were on. It just seems to be getting a little more so what these left leaning media outlets are reacting to is the startling fact to them not to the members of the NRA, that more of the voters who usually swallow their brand of politics are buying guns for self-defense. It's a fact. It's happening today. You know, The numbers outlining this trend are compelling. A survey of 104 retailers covering the first six months of 2020 done by the National Shooting Sport Foundation, the NSSF, found that gun sales to black men and women were up 58% compared to the same period in 2019. Also, gun sales in the first six months of 2020 to Hispanic customers were up 47%, while sales to Asian Americans were up 43% during the same time frame. Incredibly, about 40% of these sales were the first-time buyers, according to the NSSF data. In all, the NSSF says over 8 million new gun owners entered the market in 2020 alone. Kudos to you. Good for you. Get out and buy your guns and arm yourselves, America, because you need to do it. Okay? The growth in this uh, practical use of the Constitution right begs the question, are these new gun owners now more likely to vote for their freedoms? You know what I mean? So to answer this question, we looked into the data and reached out to the people who are close to this issue. 
All right. We also reached out to this, this person, Kevin Jackson, a best-selling author at, and documentary filmmaker for his insights into the continued growth of the use of this constitutional right, the Second Amendment, obviously. You can also see a video interview with Jackson on uh, F1, uh, A1F.com and on NRA uh, Publications YouTube channels. So... Despite the identity politics now being played by so many, the Second Amendment makes no distinction about a person's race, ethnicity, or gender. The Second Amendment is a restriction on government, is what exactly it is. Like I said in the beginning, it was written because they knew the fucking government was going to become a tyrant. That's why they did it. Okay? So, Second Amendment, therefore, it is, you know... uh, Apolitical, you know, standing for freedom, uh, isn't and never should be a partisan issue in America. It should never be. But yet the media constantly forces fucking death and destruction down your throats. They show you every night violence with guns in, in your cities. Like I live outside, well, I live in the city limits of Philadelphia, but not actually in the, the, the harsh parts of it. But they show the gun violence on the news every night. And they show, you know, whether it's a drive-by shooting and listen. It's not the gun. It's the fucking person. Okay? There's a reason the person was shot. That, you know, think about this, man. These fucking gangbangers. They're gangbangers. This one fucking goes and they fucking talk shit to each other and then one goes and shoots them. Well, then that one retaliates and they drive by a week later and shoot some of them. It's all retaliation. It's all bullshit. But yet they want to point the finger at the fucking tool used, the gun. We need to get rid of the guns. No, you need to fucking step up and fucking parent your fucking kids and teach them not to be fucking thugs. Mm. And stop putting it all over the fucking news. People shoot each other every fucking day. It's it's a it's a fact. We don't need to get rid of the guns. You need to straighten out the fucking people. All right. The fact that the mainstream media is beginning to notice that more Americans of all backgrounds are embracing this right is hopefully a sign that the media is realizing they need to drop the partisan attacks on law-abiding gun owners. Maybe, just maybe, this means that someday we'll see honest discussions about the right in the mainstream media. Then, imagine this, instead of blaming the people's guns bought and carried for self-defense, we'd all be focused on stopping the violent criminals in our society. That is exactly how it should fucking work. Who is really to blame? The gun or the shooter? Because you can take the gun out of his fucking hand and he can still go fucking strangle or stab somebody. Mm -hmm. Violence is not going to stop. The gun is only the tool used in it. Taking the fucking gun away isn't going to slow down the violence. It isn't going to stop the violence. And you all need to figure that one the fuck out. So, you know, with this all being said, we have an administration of fucked up fucking people right now running this country. I don't know whether it'll be a, a good thing or not to, uh, to get rid of Joe Biden right at this moment in time. Because look what we have to... Uh, to look forward to if we do. We have the top cop, Kamala Harris, that would be the President of the United States after that. And, um, you know, COVID numbers, as for COVID, people are getting sick, people are dying, but I don't think that forced mandates is going to be the answer, just like forced lockdowns wasn't. Didn't work. Forcing, forcing a shot into your arm isn't going to work. Giving it time is going to work. And until people really realize that, we're going to lose people. People are going to get sick. It's it's a fact. It, it's just a part of life. 
pandemics come and they go. Look, just 1968-69, you had the Hong Kong flu. You know, it killed fucking what? A million people? And all this during what? We had Woodstock then. People, peace, love, and happiness walking around naked in the fucking field, fucking each other in tents. Even out in the open. I mean, come on, doing drugs and all kinds of shit. And you had a thing called the Hong Kong flu. Look it up. It's real if you don't believe me. Look it up. But look, you had the flu, 1918. 2019-2020, you had COVID-19 shows its ugly face. 100 years from now, another pandemic is going to show up. Will it be deadlier? Will it be less? Who knows? I won't be here. My kids won't be here. Who knows if they have kids? At this moment in time, it's it's almost like, and I think a lot of people probably think the same way I do, and it's scary and it's sad at the same time, that I don't even know if I want my kids to have kids because I don't know if I want them to grow up in this fucking world. And I bet you, I'm not a religious guy, really, not super religious. Like, I go to church, somebody dies or somebody gets married, and and I'll pray to God that I hit the lottery or that my mother stays healthy and my, my father and all those people, but in my family. But I'm not a really religious person, but you know what I mean? I sit here and I say, like, I don't, I don't know if I want my kids to have kids to grow up in this world. And, and what's sad is if, if there's really a God out there, he's probably looking down or look, however he's looking. He's looking at this world and he's going, what did I create? Like, he didn't make the mistake. His people are making the mistake. They're fucking up bad. Look, man, we all got to get along. We got to figure out a way where we can become strong again. Mm. You know, people talk about global warming and changing emissions and doing this and doing that. Look, the whole world has to get involved. The whole world has to do things to make changes. Just one country isn't going to make complete and total changes. But everybody in that country getting together and trying is a big step towards it. And we all just have to get together and just kind of love each other man it's we can't completely totally hate each other and i think that's what our government wants us to do right now they want us to stay weak they want us to stay separated they they constantly will push the color of our skin or ideologies on politics or even our religions against each other um our backgrounds because a weaker america is an easier america to control if we all get together and we all stand the fuck up against these people, they lose control. And I think that's what we need to fucking realize. Uh, it's not about one person. It's about everybody. Look, it. I get it when some people turn around and go, I don't want to die. So I think everybody needs to get the vaccine. But I think you're learning these these so-called facts, which they're not, from the wrong people. I think you need to wake up and I think more people need to just do their own research, figure shit out on their own because the vaccine doesn't work. People can still get the fucking virus and still can get sick and still can die, even vaccinated. Me getting it isn't going to save you. It's just not. It's not. You getting it might save you. Me getting it might save myself. That's what it's for. You want to get it? It's there. Go right ahead. I don't want to get it. Don't shame me. Don't put me down. Don't make me look like I'm some kind of fucking animal or or some kind of enemy to you because I'm not. I love everybody the same. 
And I think that if you feel you need to get this fucking vaccine for yourself, go right ahead. You can put it in your arm a hundred times if you feel that it will work for you and you feel that it's safe and you feel you want to do it. For me, I'm not so sure about it just yet. So just leave me alone and let me live my life. But our government can't do that. And there's a lot of people in this, this country that can't do it either. They can't look at me as an equal. They look at me as an enemy. And you know what? It hurts. It hurts. Look it. We need a society where, kind of like Florida in a way. Ben Shapiro posted today, I think it was today, on moving from California to Florida. And just the difference in, in the ideologies behind the way people think. Like, in California, if you drove around with a Trump sticker on your car, your car would get keyed up or fucking kicked big dents in the side of it you know what i mean you're shitting in the streets and you can steal up to six hundred dollars worth of fucking shit without getting in trouble and it's just a mess there people are just they're mean and it's just it's just a nasty place and then you go to florida and it doesn't matter if you have a biden sticker or a trump sticker on your car nobody's gonna fuck with it nobody's gonna give you too much shit i mean i'm sure there are assholes out there but it's listen there's less that's what we need to be we need to get back to that. Who cares who you voted for? Who cares who you didn't vote for? Let's wake up and look at what's going on. Listen, I bash fucking Biden on here all the time, but that's because I sit here and I look at what's going on. And I'll give you what he did and what he didn't do. Like I said, signing the infrastructure bill was like a great thing until every other politician got their sticky fucking fingers on it and they want to put other little rider bills on it. Joe Biden pushing the fucking vaccine to the people who really wanted to get it in their arms voluntarily was a good thing until he started to push mandates on it. Listen, again, I think he's too old for the job, but I think Kamala Harris will totally fuck this country over. Uh, listen, 350 million fucking people in the United States and we can't come up with anybody better than any of them, even Donald Trump. There's got to be people out there, even people in politics, who know a little more and have a good demeanor, have a good ideology behind things, can say, look, we may not all agree on pro-life and pro-choice. You might be one side, I might be the other, but let's come to a compromise. Let's take this. Look, we're not going to get rid of abortion completely, but no, you can't use it. As a form of birth control, you can't be a 25-year-old woman and get pregnant last week, get a, an abortion, get pregnant six months down the road from that and get another abortion. No, you can't do it. You know? Uh-uh. But yet, yes. I mean, if you know, you got a fucking 14-year-old girl who went to a party and got slipped a date rape drug and got knocked up. Yes, you can take your child and, and, and help her not fucking screw her life over and get her to abort. Or, you know, say you have a woman who's pregnant, four months goes by, five months goes by, and the pregnancy could cause her to die. So allow her to make the choice. Her and her husband or her loved one who's, you know, the person, the, fa the father of the baby, to turn around and make a choice to say, look, that's got to be one of the hardest choices in the world to make. As a parent, like, you got this living, growing thing in your body. And yes, I get it when people say it's a living, growing thing and that's why it should not. But yeah, but there's there's times, there's times 
when you need to think about it. And sometimes it's a lot for just that person to think about it. It shouldn't be up to some woman or some fucking political figure who some of them don't even have kids to make the decision for you. That's just not right. Um, you know, the Second Amendment's there. Listen, the Constitution of the United States, the Bill of Rights, are there for a reason. We don't need to get rid of them. There's statues that have been up for 100 years, and yet they're being torn down because somebody's offended by it. Yet some kid can walk down a fucking street with his pants halfway down, his ass hanging out, and walk into a restaurant like that. Well, I have to look at that. I'm offended by that. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Or or when I go someplace where I'm sitting there and I got some foul mouth fucking creep next to me. Fucking, fuck, fucking, fucking bitch and fuck this and fuck that. It's like, come on. I got to fucking deal with you. But yet I have to fucking sit there and watch you rip down a statue of somebody that I didn't see offensive in any way, shape, or form. Maybe, yeah, he owned a slave back in the day or this and that. That's It's history. It's part of history. You can't get rid of history. You need to keep it and learn from it. That's how it works. <sighs> fucked up. The fuck, we live in a fucked up country. And we live in a fucked up world, but we really live in a fucked up country that needs to straighten itself the fuck out. With all this said, I mean, you know, I, I, I've taken this thing into the 50-minute marker. Um, 52 minutes to be exact. It was 53. Um, this was a little longer than I actually expected. I thought this was going to be like a fucking quick short podcast this week. Like I said, next week I'm going to try next week to have somebody in. I'm going to actually maybe make a text and try to get a hold of this person. And uh, we're going to have a pretty good topic. Um, And we'll talk about it. And we'll get it all out there. And it'll be fun. It might even be a longer than an hour podcast that we, you know, that that for that episode. But we'll see what happens. Um, But until then, people, I mean, stay American, man. Be a patriot. Stand up for your country. Stand up for what you know is right. Have to, you have to stand up, and you have to stand up to these politicians, man. They cannot, they cannot step on, they cannot spit on the Constitution of the United States and get away with it. I'm sorry. We cannot allow that as Americans. Come on, man. We are fucking dog faces, and we need to act like it. We have the hearts of a dog, and we have to have the fierce fucking fighter of a dog. Think about how your dog is. He will protect you. He'll be there. He's a fighter. He snips, but he loves you with all his fucking heart, unconditional. Use a dog as, you know, maybe the mascot of the United States of America. It should be a dog. Loving, loyal, courageous, tough. It's what we need to be, man. Be true Americans, people. Well, with that said, I'm uh, I'm getting out of here. Again, thank you for listening to Shooting the Shit, formerly Unreal Reality. It has been fun. Keep an eye out because I still have Unreal Reality. Uh, I believe Facebook still might be under Unreal Reality. I think Instagram I did change over. I'm trying to change over. Might not change yet. Um the email, still uh, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. You can still get a hold of me that way. But right now, I'm just I'm moving it back to a new name. Like I said, shooting the shit. And I just get out there and shoot the proverbial shit with you. And I give you what I think. I read off what I read. Give you my opinion. And we'll go from there. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm not trying to bash anybody. But you know what? Some people need to be bashed. Some people need to be told that you're, you're, you're just wrong. 
And, you know, it's just my opinion. These are all opinions. They're not facts. They're just opinions. And that is my First Amendment right to speak my mind on opinions, you know. So, with that being said, man, people, stay patriotic. Get out there. Enjoy life. Breathe, man. Let me tell you something. Don't lock yourself down. Don't lock yourself indoors. Don't fucking do things that you know. It's Listen to me. If you're not out living, you've already died. All right? So, with that being said, man, I'll talk to you all next week. See yous.